Hi everybody, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your hosts, I'm Brandy and I'm Darielle. And today we do have two guests on the show. We have Anthony and Tim. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi guys. What's going on? And today our episode is Dear Black Women, closing off our Dear Black Men episode. So we wanted to speak with the two men about their thoughts and opinions on the black woman and the black man experience. So today, hopefully you guys enjoy the show. How was everybody's weekend? It was pretty cool. Um, I just chilled with the babies, you know, a little bit. Hung out, just trying to get ready for Christmas. <laughs> that <laughs> whole thing. Exciting. So you have kids. How many do you have? Um, I have two kids. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. So my boy's 12, my daughter's 10, and uh, that's enough. I quit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're grown. 12 and 10, grown. Tim, what about you? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. It's pretty much getting adjusted back to Columbus. I've been in Vegas for a few weeks. Um, so, same. Basically, spend time with the kids and watching that flu. That was cool. So, tell everybody about your store. Okay. Uh, so, I'm part owner of a shoe boutique. Uh, we sell shoes and clothes. We do thrift. We do high end. It's called JMS. Just my style. We're located in Gahanna, 104 Mill Street. So we've been open for about three months now. And it's, it's been keeping me busy. So that's what's new. Congratulations on that. I need I need a shirt. I'll pay for it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need a shirt. <laughs> Dario, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was okay. And I need y'all to bear with me because my voice is like going in and out. But, um... I celebrated my best friend's birthday and her daughter's birthday. Um, they share birthdays today, actually. So I went out and I lost my voice. So I've just been kind of trying to get over this cold. For real, that's it. I ain't do nothing you got really your fun. Cup of tea. I know it's nasty though. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna get through <laughs> it. We're gonna get through it. Uh, I didn't do anything this weekend. I've been in the house. I don't feel that good, but um, like I said, we're going to get through it. So I guess to jump right into this, again, this is our Dear Black Women episode, and we got a lot of good feedback. Uh, Dario had got a lot of guys that wanted to kind of give their opinion about their experience with the black woman and just how we need to, you know, listen more and be more patient and different things like that so i mean i don't have too much to say about the black woman right now (laughs) so (laughs) i think i'll let the (laughs) i'll let the guys kind of take it for a second and then we can just kind of jump in with them so i mean what what are you guys thoughts what i mean what's important you know as a a black man what's important to you as far as what you look for in a mate or just your overall experience with black women um, I think mostly the support factor is important. I think sometimes we get in these relationships and we have like unrealistic expectations. But I think if you like know what your partner really wants out of life, then kind of help them gear towards that and focus towards that. Not how they can help you or how they can get you ahead. It's just, okay, this person, you know, wants to be a photographer. Like, what can I do to make this process easy? What can I do? On days when I know, like, he's just dead tired. Like, how can I keep that business going? How can I push 
without him having to ask me. So it's just like with us, I, I think women, it might be similar, but with men, it's just the little things. It's the little things that you might not think is important to us because we might not ever say it, but that's the stuff that we remember. Like that's what goes the furthest. When we're having a hard day, we just know like, okay, she took care of this little thing. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to pay that back tenfold. So I think it's just basically paying attention to the details, like the minor, minor details. For sure. Um, man, I totally agree. And also, uh, I think it's just knowing what one thing I would want. First, black women are the dopest ever. Like, and I don't mean that just trying to, you know, patronize or, or just kind of say that just because that's the cool thing to say. But I just think y'all, y'all got flavor, man, like that. It's not seen everywhere. So I want to throw that out there. But also, I think black women or what I would want sisters to realize is that you're, there's power in your femininity. Like, you don't have to be, like, you're strong naturally. So, being strong is not something you have to do. Like, you don't have to, and you don't have to feel like I've got to be strong when I have a black man who is already strong, right? Like, you're already strong. I just want you to know that's not something you have to obtain. It's something you already have. And so, it's cool to be soft sometimes. It's cool to to kind of relax and um, and be soft. Like, being soft is okay. It's not you're not less than or you know what i mean it's not like this whole subservient thing you're not we don't look down on you because you relax and lean into your femininity and soft side i get that that makes sense so for you you want a woman that's strong but knows when and how to be soft around you if that 100 like yeah for sure for sure okay so what are what are those little things that you said that are important? Because see, for me, I feel like I'm not a mind reader. So mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you have a lot of those conversations in the beginning about what's important to you and the things that you need to, you know, really be a man mm-hmm. to the woman that you're with. But what are those little things? Because everybody is different. I know for me, I'm big on just asking somebody how they're doing. How is your day? So yeah. you know, I feel like and y'all hear me say this a lot, nothing's above a conversation. So when you're dating somebody and you're in that getting to know phase with somebody, what what are those little things that you want? Um, the little, I think the little things are, it doesn't have to be anything new. I think sometimes it's things that you already see me doing. So a lot of times it's, it's the same across boards. It's just like different, different, like, qualities so for example like you have a mother you know i I know they say this all the time like there's just certain things they want the dad to do like you see me doing this every day sometimes just pick it up like just take care of it without me you know what i mean without me having to say something so with us it's the same like for example i have a food blog and i've only had this happen like with one person i've ever dealt with and we were just out to eat and you know i take pictures of my food i load them i explain them so I had a person like just automatically take a picture of theirs and send it to me. And that's, you know, to me, I'm thinking that's something small. I wouldn't even have thought of that. And I just asked her, like, why did you do that? And she's just like, you know, I see what you're trying to do. Like, why wouldn't I do that? You know what I'm saying? But for something to be so small, it was like big in my mind because then it made me think like, why ain't other people thinking like that? You know what I'm saying? You already see me doing this. You already know what I'm accustomed to. So you just add yourself into it. You just join in. And I think people try to take material things and then make that realistic. So, they, you know, they buy their man video games and shoes. And it's like stuff like that's cool. But what does he really love? Like what's really important to him? You know, it might be 
watching a basketball game. What do you mean? You don't really care for basketball. Small stuff like that. It yeah. might just be giving him his space. You know, even if you <laughs> haven't seen him before yeah. there, even yeah, if man. you want that attention right there, he might want his space. Like, that'll go a long way because then he's going to pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? So when you want your time, you're going to get twice as much. You're going to get yep. more instead of it being an argument. Now, y'all came together without even speaking on it. And now y'all, y'all closer. You know what I'm saying? So it's just little things like that. That makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. I mean, I have been there, but at the same time, I don't like sports. I don't understand sports. I don't want to watch sports with you. Right, right. Especially if you're getting all angry, you yelling, and all. I don't know. I'm going to go, I'm going to leave, or I'm going to go in my room and watch my show, and you can watch sports. Because then when you get mad, your team lose, taking out on me. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't like that. I've gotten to plenty of arguments over sports, and I don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, so, but you can find ways around that, though. Like, it's really, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but it's he's really just saying, because I feel like we all are like that. Like, as men, it's just really we want our woman to be present. Like, just be fully engaged mm-hmm. in, in whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Like, so even things like just asking, like, how was your day? It's like, what, really? Like, most of the time, especially as a black man, like, you can, you're not going to get nobody asking you how your day was. Like, nobody cares. So just little stuff like that. Yeah. I feel the same way. That's so weird to me because, like I said, I think I said this in the last show, me and my ex, I used to say it all the time, but that's just who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. He was like, I never had a girl ask me every single day, how was your day? Like, Really? That's yeah. crazy to me. And I remember you saying something too, like um, where you and your guy talk about just something new or just be like, what's on your mind? Let's talk about it. Like I did that before and it made a big impact. Like I didn't, I didn't know how like big something like that is, but I feel like asking how your day was, that's necessary. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's your guy, just anybody like, how you doing? How's your day? Let's talk. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword. A lot of times we get in relationships and all we talk about is communication, but we don't talk about actually listening too. So, like, a wise man once told me that, like, sometimes being in love is being a punching bag. You know what I mean? And girls, right. a lot of times women don't realize y'all do the same thing to us. Like, yeah, man. I don't know nails. So yeah. if they mess your nails up and I got to hear about it, <laughs> I can't really talk to you about that. I can listen, but... I feel like you're mad at me, kind right. of, but I'm just, right. you know what I mean? I'm taking that because I know you don't want to feel crazy talking to yourself. So it's like, let me just yell at him. And I, I just eat that. I take that. So it's the same with the game. Like, if my team's losing, like, yeah, I'm mad. I'm saying it to you, but I'm more or less just venting. Like, you don't even really got to respond. Like, you just just be there. I got it out of my system. Like, let's move on from it. Never no, underestimate no. the power of a I know, baby. <laughs> like, I know, baby. Like, no, this is just when, <laughs> when you mad and you ain't talking to me, like, I lost the game for you, I'm going to smack you. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> I think with the watching the game, I, I know more about basketball than I do football, but I just, okay, let's sit on the couch. I'm just going to kick my feet up on you. I'm going to have my phone, and I'm going to act like I'm paying attention. But I can't have see the TV, so I'm not paying no attention to this game. But every time you say, ooh, da, 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 I'm be like, dang, man, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> That's wisdom. That's wisdom right there. 
<laughs> you yell, I yell. Just act like I know what's going on, but I don't. Right. I really don't. I think the only thing I pay attention to is a score at the end, so I know, yeah. like, is this going to be a positive <laughs> day or not? Should I cook or should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, what's something that y'all feel like, for lack of a better word, what, what is something that you feel like black women don't? get or maybe they're lacking like i know anthony has sent me a post the other day and it was um about how the um feminine movement destroyed black families so Mm -hmm. and and she was saying how black women don't take accountability for things because we never had to Mm -hmm. so i know sometimes we you know Men ain't shit and And I have these conversations <laughs> with my friends a lot, like, but you know, think of what what do we do? Like, where are we the problem? You know what I mean? I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm starting to correct a lot of my issues that I had when I was in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you need to check yourself. So like what are what are some things that you think that we could work on? Um I think here's here's one is where I would start. Believe it or not, you guys have female privilege. Like, there's a privilege. And what I mean by that, it may not feel that way, but we hear a lot about toxic masculinity and those types of things. And, you know, like you said, niggas, niggas is horrible and they terrible. They all this certain way. But what you don't realize is that they're like good men go through the same thing good women do. We all got this flesh on. So ain't none of us perfect. And there is no like one size fits all like every toxic individual is a male like sometimes like i know dudes that have been like beat up but because they was raised to it's like man i'll never hit a woman like that was they were raised right and that was instilled in them and then of course with society's rules for what a good man is and what a good man would do and like you just got to be there holding it down you know man up take it you train like we're trained from the time we're little that there's no there's no recourse for you like you don't if you fall and break your leg stop crying man you stand up brush it off shake it off be a man and so we a lot of that we go through life with those same lessons like somebody's husband was once somebody's little boy so we take that into you know into account whereas i knew a lot of women who were able to go to college um if they didn't like their major they just change it you know what I mean? Get a job. They didn't like the job. They could just quit, fall back on mom, maybe dad. And um, fellas didn't have that. It's like, man, once we once we go, once we flex our muscle and we stand up, it's like you got to fly. It's sink or swim. And so just realizing that he may not have the men in your life. He may not have a lot of the same recourses you have. So he deals with things different. His approach to life is different. And um, just cutting him some slack that time, like realizing like, wait a minute, he doesn't think like me or he doesn't handle things like me probably at times because he hasn't had access to the same resources or um, hasn't had some of the same avenues to travel to get to success ultimately as I have. That makes sense. Tim, what do you think? Um, I think the biggest, I wouldn't call it an issue. I think one of the biggest downfalls with a lot of women, especially black women is they just aren't realistic to me. So a lot of times like, I have an issue with people who make things in their life, like, across the board. They come at them to a different approach. Like, you'll have people who have a really good job that they love, and they take that serious. They wouldn't lose that job. They're not going to miss a day. They'll be there every day. 
And they said, you know, I want this good job. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. You know, I want to do this. I want to do hair. And then you get in a relationship and you're like, you know, I want this good guy. I want this. But you're not willing to take those steps to have a good guy and keep that consistent. So it's like you got to be realistic. A lot of times you ask for things but people aren't willing to work for them. And again, not saying every woman, but me, myself, I've been in situations like that. Like, you know, when you first meet somebody and they're just like, this is my past. This is what I've been through. This is what I'm trying to get to. So you're like, okay, cool. I can see that, you know. And then you start doing those things and they don't appreciate them. They don't accept them. It's never enough. It's yeah, always, yeah. you know, it's always an argument. You can't work together. Then you just start to question, like, do you really want that? Because, you know, this is how you get there. Like, you got to take these steps. You can't do what you were doing in the past to get there, you know. And a lot of women, I don't, I don't want to call it wanting to be saved, but they kind of look at men like, you know, I'm broken. This person's going to fix me. You know what I'm saying? And my philosophy is you... You really grow and you heal by being by yourself. Like you can't get with a person and then yeah. become who you're trying to be. You yeah. heal and then once you get that insight, like, okay, this is what I want to be, you find a person that fits in that void, you know, and they're doing the same thing with you. It's a perfect fit. So a lot of times I think women come in like, okay, you know, I understand I'm broken, but I'm ready to be with somebody. So like let's speed up this process. Like if he's really, really good, he'll fix me. <laughs> He needs to accept that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so that's how they already view you. They don't view you as like everything you're doing is a good thing. And it may be they view you like, okay, you're not fixing me. So you're not doing your job. Like yeah. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Cause you know, I still think about my ex and I'm still hurt from that. Like why ain't I got over that yet? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you gotta be realistic. Like we, we have, we deal with things too. So we're not coming into a situation whole, you know what I'm saying? We may come in broken too. But it's just like, okay, I'm ready to move past this. Like, I'm ready to invest in something new. Like, let me try it out. Let's see where this goes. I know she kind of been through something similar. We can help each other out. But if you're both only trying to, you know, help yourselves, I mean, it's going to fail every single time. So we just got to know. Like, we got to know this is what I want and this is how I get there. Not just talking about it. You got to actually sit down like, okay, you know, if I want a successful man, maybe, you know, I need to work myself. I need to have some things going myself. And I need to match that. Not, okay, he's successful. He's going to take care of everything. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Nah, nah, that's, I'm just co-signing, bro. Like, you yeah. you flowing. Like, no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the amen corner over here. Like, that, <laughs> was, that was deep. Because I'm thinking about myself like, damn. but if you think about it too and i I don't think a lot of women realize like we can't you can't require that of us we can't fix you because we didn't create you right you know what i mean like that's uh, that's something for the creator like to do and for you to work through and the coldest thing you said was like knowing what they want for their career and knowing that there's action steps that they have to take and you have to be a certain type of person to have certain types of things. And if a good man is one of those, then, you know, I think a lot of women would do well to first self-evaluate and say, am I a good woman? Am I the type of woman who can maintain and keep a good man happy? Because a good man is automatically going to want, by definition, he's a good man, right? So he's automatically going to want to keep his woman happy. So it gets out of balance if you get a good man and his whole focus is on, you know, building you up and establish, like helping you to establish the things in life you want and just being there for you, like taking care of you, loving you, protecting you, providing for you. And then you're not doing what's he get in return? I think is a good question. That's not asked a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, too, um, a lot of times when we come into relationships and you have, like, friends who are in relationships and family and you see celebrities and historic people, a lot of people always look at that relationship at the end. Like, we got to start looking at the beginning because then it becomes, like, a psychological thing and you start convincing yourself you can't become that person. But if you look at Michelle Obama and know how amazing that is, you have to look at the beginning. She could have yeah. been you. Like, she could have started off just how you did. But if you're only looking at where she's at now, you're going to convince yourself you can never get yeah, to that. Like, I real. couldn't love somebody that much. I can't be there for them through a presidency. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yep. that's not what she's there for. You know, she got there because she put in the work. But you got to look at when she started off and then realize how much work she put in and how no one knew who neither one of them was or what they did or you know, the dates they couldn't go on because he or she was working, whatever the case may be. And then that's what you kind of model your relationship after, not the relationship goals of where someone is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 20 years in and you're two weeks in. So yeah. it's just like you're not being realistic with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to skip to the end of the story versus actually putting the work in. So That's real. And I don't want to pile on too, but like you just, yeah, like on top of that, holding yourselves accountable. Like you know what you want. So, you know, you want a certain type of man, you know, you want a certain type of life when dudes approach you, regardless of how, how lonely you are, regardless of how ready you feel like you are to be in a relationship. If that dude does not, you're not wrong for having standards. I think mm -hmm. that's the flip side to that. Mm -hmm. Like black women, I think may have um, been sold a bill of goods where they feel like they got to accept this. Like I grew up, you know, we're the hip hop generation. So if you listen to the majority of it, not all of it, but the majority of it. You know, we're objectifying our women. It's not a whole lot. That's why songs like Keep Your Head Up by Pac stand out, right? Because it's not a whole lot of songs like that that's building women up. Mm -hmm. You don't have to accept that as a black woman. So you know what you want. It's cool to set your standards and say, this is what this is. This is these are my standards. This is what I want for my life. And um, <laughs> I'm going to make my selection for a mate or a companion compatible to that and if you don't fit that homie like it's it's all love but you know i can't really be with you because mm -hmm. you don't fit the equation of where i'm trying to go with my life right you're not wrong for that yeah all right last thing and i was just gonna say <laughs> like i'm just gonna follow it up as far as this is this is like a big thing with me especially with women it's just like be true to yourself like because yeah. we're really realizing our generation is different. Like, I get into it with this about my mom and dad all the time because, you know, my 20 was different than their 20. Yeah, man. And it's not saying that I'm doing things right or they're doing things wrong, but it's we came up on different things. My grandparents pushed family. They pushed marriage. They pushed staying together. Yep. Our generation is different. Like, a lot of us don't want to get married, but they're happy with the relationship. They want to be with this person, but marriage isn't a big thing to them. It's not the end of the road. Having kids isn't the end of the road, so it's like... Don't let people kind of pressure you into that family life if you really don't want to be a family. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to get married, you don't want to do those things, be true to yourself. Because then you start <clears throat> attracting the people that you actually want. You know what I'm saying? So you're out here dating a guy who wants kids in a family. You know in your heart you really don't want that. Like, how far do you really think that's going to go? Y'all can stay together the rest of your lives, but are y'all happy? Like, was it worth it? Did you really get to experience what you wanted and do what you wanted to do? You feel me? So me, I'm a traveler, and I had to realize that, like, a lot of times we see people that we like and we try to make them fit our dreams. Like we try to make them want to do the things that we want to do in life. So now it's like, okay, I'm looking for people that want to travel, people that like to eat like I do, people who like kids. I have kids. So that's what we need to be looking for, people that fit into our realities, not trying to make people fit into our reality. So mm. there you go. 
Now I don't know what to say because <laughs> <laughs> I got a response for everything that y'all said. Nah, we want to hear it though. Like that'd be dope. Like, okay, so first I want to speak on the <sighs> shit. Okay, <laughs> you said something about um, like women being broken. Yeah, I seen this guy make a post on Twitter before, and it said <clears throat> some of us don't mind loving the damaged or broken women. But y'all be so stubborn and y'all won't let us in to do the loving. Mm-hmm. That's do y'all real. agree? Yeah, I do agree. But I also, that falls back on him too. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize if you have something that's fixed and something that's broken, you can't approach them the same. So if I know I'm on a date a broken woman, I have to be twice as patient. I have to work twice as hard. I have to be twice as understanding and loving because... I'm not dealing with somebody who's secure and yeah. who doesn't have those problems. So that falls on him, too. If you don't want to put in the work, then don't deal with better yep. damaged women. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think it's hard because I know I'm in a point in my life where I'm coming from situations that um, like damage me. And I feel like when I left that, I'm like, OK, I'm going to be about me. I need to fix me. I need to focus on me. But at the same time, I like being with somebody. Right. And... I realized like trying to talk to somebody, it was kind of hard because it's like I'm in this space where it's like I know what I want to fix. I know what I want to do better, but I'm still broken from the past. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, like you say, you need somebody that's going to be patient. And Mm -hmm. if you don't understand that, then it's like it's it's not going to work. So as long as you have, I feel like you have to put it out on the table. Mm -hmm. And if you understand where I'm coming from, what I'm dealing with and you're okay with that, then it it can work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can. I can't. I think one thing I want to say, I think that, and it might be all women, I don't know, but I I think that we have to understand that we have to stop listening to other people and their advice on my relationship. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I I have conversations with my friends sometimes, and I have a friend where we talk about things, and she gets her advice, and granted, she just wants the best for me, just as I want the best from her. But your advice is coming from an angry place. Mm-hmm. Your advice is coming from a hurt place. And your experience is not my experience. Yep. So it's like I think sometimes as women, we listen to our friends so much that it really will start to affect our relationship. Because mm-hmm. you have that little whisper in your ear. You hear your friend, well, girl, you don't need to do anything. You, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, da-da-da-da-da, you can do better. But... I watch, I don't know, I think I mentioned this before, the Black Love series, it comes on, on and it's a, just yeah. black couples. And the guy said, he said, you never know what you can take until you have to take it. Mm-hmm. And my breaking point might not be Darielle's breaking point. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I might be right. willing to take on some things that she's not willing to take on or vice versa. So I think we have to get to a place of understanding that listening to your friends is good because they can see things that we can't always see in a relationship and we have those blinders on, but it has to be a boundary to that. Like I can't make decisions in my relationship based off of what my friends are telling me or based mm-hmm. off of what my mom is telling me or my dad is telling me, because at the end of the day, you're not my unit. You're not <coughs> in my home. Mm-hmm. You don't know how me and this man handle one another. So I think that's something that we could work on is understanding that you do what's best for you. Like, I have friends and they in relationships or dealing with somebody that I don't necessarily like, the guy that they're dealing with. But at this point, I'm like, look, I don't have the answers. And that's what I tell my friends all the time now. Look, I don't have the answers. Do what you want to do until you feel like doing something different. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Because my shit ain't all the way straight over here. So 
girl, do your thing. Whatever you want, whatever that is, if you want to fight with this man, let this man, whatever, do it. So I think that's something that we could work on is just understanding that when you're in a relationship, it's about you and that person. And y'all handle one another and keep the outside away from what's going on in your home. Yeah, I had, you know, in our notes where it says, like, be aware of, like, your outside influences. And I know I talk to my friends a lot and some of my family, but I just learned, like, for one, when you tell them the bad things, they're always going to remember that. So they're going to look at your partner like, I don't like you because you did this to my friend, you did this to my cousin, like, you hurt them, and they'll never forget the bad that y'all been through. So it's like they forget all the good stuff. Um, so I agree, like, just trying to keep it in home. Yeah. Now, another thing I was going to say, y'all said a lot. I can't even really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I got something to say for everybody. But I feel like men don't always know how to open up. Like, we talked about this in the last show. And I think it's just, again, because from toddlers, y'all were told, you know, don't cry, man up, you a, a little man, da, da 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 So I feel like sometimes y'all will have a good woman and y'all don't know what to do with it. And I could spell it out for you like, look, I'm here, <coughs> talk to me, how can we fix this? And y'all still shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it, but there's there's two reasons for that. Like, I think one of the reasons is not every man, just because you're a good woman, it doesn't automatically assume that you've chosen a good man. So, like, no matter how good of a woman you are, I'm just and we just going to be real with you. Like, if you have a man that's not ready to open up and um, he's he's got other, you know, another agenda or he's just on something different at the time, he's not going to open up because he's not ready to. You can't force somebody to be something that they're not ready to be. Um, the other thing is, we have to be like we require patience in that area as well because we haven't it hasn't been this especially in america like it's not safe for us here like it's not safe for us to be vulnerable that's why you even a lot of us like i'm from los angeles california and i grew up in la at least you know during the you know what i'm saying during the banging on wax era like where it was just like that's what it was you could get killed for having on the wrong shirt you know what i mean like so we learn to kind of have this shell and we're also logical. Like we think things through most men are logical before they are emotional. And so we compartmentalize and we think things through, like, is this safe? Um, and we've, we learn to put that our emotions aren't the most important, you know? So we just file our emotions away, but through patience, I think if you have a man that wants to be open, um, once we figure it out, but it just you just got to work with us while we figure it out that you're safe. This is a safe place. And I can kind of I may be able to let my emotions out of the cage here because it's cool for me to do that. Once we learn that, we'll start to do that then. But it takes a while. Y'all need to tap into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because it'll be some things in like a guy will say something and you just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Give like, me an example. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's fine. It's a million things. It's just frustrating because yeah. like, when you're trying and you just 
don't want to let her in. It's like, what are you supposed to think? And it's mm-hmm. just like, then you, I find myself always questioning everything. Like, what are we? What are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. what am I here for? Because you're not showing me anything. You're mm-hmm. like, you tell me, like, but you're not showing me. So it's like, how am I supposed to know if you don't express that? Again, yeah, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, I'm going like a whole nother direction. With this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, my, my whole thing, like my whole logic on it is not to put it back on the woman or the man. It's just like, to a certain extent, how well do you know that person? You know what I'm saying? Because we all do it. I think sometimes women do it a little more than men. Y'all react to things certain ways. And then when we don't react that way, you think we don't feel how you felt. Yeah, yeah. That's so it's real. like sometimes that changes once you really get to know somebody. You know, and I have a hard time with this with everybody because, like, I'm super nonchalant. So I could really care about something, but I'm just not reacting yeah. how you're expecting me yep. to react. So then, you know, a woman two seconds later, like, so do you not care? I'm just like, we having this conversation, so I care because yeah. I could just be ignoring you right now. <laughs> but you got to so, do something. Like- that's true. That's true. That definitely, yeah. the man does have to open up a little more too. But I think it's kind of give and take. Once we feel a little more comfortable, like, it's just not a hassle. Like, every time I talk to you, it's all oh, you don't care because you didn't do this or yeah. you didn't do that. Right when I expected it, it's like, man, I'm never going to open up. Like, you basically want me to be like you. Yeah, Tim said it. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, learn, like, be okay with differences between men and women. Like, some stuff we, we're, it's not that we're not emotional, we're emotional. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that looks different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It, it just looks different. Like, we, again, because we like to, we like to solve problems. Like, we, yeah. so if we think things through, like, we're confronted with a problem, something comes up. And we just, we look the same way as we do when we chilling or we're happy. <laughs> it's not that we don't care. Just like Tim said, it's just that, like, we've probably reasoned it through in our head. Like, is this something that needs to be dealt with immediately? Right. Can I file this away and get back to it? Or is me, like, just showing out, you know what I mean? And, like, am, is my shedding a tear going to change anything? No? Right. Okay, then. Well, this is what it, you know what I mean? It's just, we're not going to respond to that because... It's just not what we do. Okay, so let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. And I, and I tell my friends this all the time. I hate that it seems like a woman has to turn into super psycho bitch to get a reaction out of a man. Like, when I'm nice and I'm patient and I'm understanding and I'm, baby, what do you need? It's like a slap in my face. But as soon as I'm nigga, da 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 it's like... Then I get a reaction. Like, yeah. That's and I say that, like, y'all like crazy people. Like, nah, I wouldn't well, yes say no. we like crazy. I think you yeah. gotta, you gotta kind of take the good with the bad with that. Yeah. Cause you have a lot of people that's like, man, I'm super nice, but everyone walks all over me. Yeah. So yeah. That's that scenario. Y'all are super forgiving and super understanding. So when you're at that point to where we think you ain't about to forgive us, like, yeah, now we need to listen. Like, yeah. let me put the game down. Like, okay, yeah. what's going on? But if it's just something regular, you know, you act like you normally do, I'm like, ah, she'll get over it. Yeah. Like, something happened in her day, that's why she's yelling at me, like, yeah. we'll be cool after she eats or something. Right. So once y'all get to that level, it's like, okay, like, Cole read our brains, like, yeah. yeah, bro, like, listen, like, this is, this is it's, important. Oh, it's going right? down, it's going down. Yeah, exactly. And it depends, it depends on the situation. Like, because me, per- it's different men, like, each man is different. Like, so you have a nice lady, you have a woman at the crib that's holding you down and she's nice to you. Like, fellas, like, 
there's certain type of fellas like I'm the type of fella I'm gonna appreciate that and I'm just gonna throw it right back like cause now I got peace in the house and that's ultimately what every man wants mm-hmm. it's just like somewhere where he can come and be at rest and be at peace um but if you trip like again if it's you just kinda tripping then you know just like Tim said oh whatever bro like you all just right. you'll be alright like just get her something to eat you know what I mean she needs to just take a nap you take a nap today like you just need a nap that's all <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to play you it's just it depends on the situation but yeah when you lose it we know like oh man it's it's serious i don't understand I'm, and i'm more of the nonchalant personality like for the most part i'm chilling i'm not crazy but then it's like i'm only gonna speak my piece so many times and then you still don't understand it and then when i flip out it's like oh you're crazy like no i'm not crazy i tried to talk to you and you didn't want to talk or you was just blowing me off like i've been in that situation like i was dealing with somebody years ago and i'm like look we need to talk we need to talk we need to talk we need to talk about what we're doing where we're going blah 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 he kept blowing conversation off and it's like if i say say it once and i see you later i expect you to bring it up after i said we need to talk and he just wouldn't bring it up then he seen me with a whole nother guy and it was like Oh, well, da, 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 da. well, then we had this conversation on this day and we needed to talk. I was trying to tell you. I mean, that's real, though. It's a nice lesson for him. It's a nice lesson but for him. But, y'all got to realize our brains don't work like that. Like, yeah. We process information differently than y'all process information. So, like, y'all stupid. We ain't, it, it ain't we're that. simple. It's, we're not it, stupid. We're we simple. We work in visions and pictures. <laughs> like, I can hear you, nothing's up right. top, and I'm listening. Right. Once you act crazy, like, I'm. I can see you slashing tires and showing up to yeah. my job, and I can see that in my mind. So I'm just like, no, like let me fix this yeah. right now. Yeah. But even ain't on that level, it's just like, oh, okay, like I'm not really. But yeah, we we vision the crazy things y'all could possibly do. Yeah. That's when dudes get serious. Like, okay, no man, problems yeah. at all. Like, Hold up. I'm so anti man right now. Like, <laughs> see, see, there you go. I, I'm sorry, but I'm just at that point. It's just it's frustrating because it's like y'all wait until. It gets serious for y'all to say how y'all really feel. We have yeah. 50 million conversations. You act like everything cool. Then when it gets serious or it's an argument, then you got all these feelings. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know. We just scared of y'all for real. Like, a lot of men want to be like hard asses and tough and I can be without this woman. But when you really get that gut feeling yeah, like man. this is about to be gone, like yeah. that. It changes things. Like, it's a whole new ball game now. So, I mean, but men are like that with everything. Like, we're super, like, lackadaisical. Like me, like, I put stuff off to the last minute. So, sometimes it's like you see the most importance, like, right when it's about to happen. So, then it's like, okay, I work better like that. Like, it's pressure. Let me figure it out. But while we cool, you ain't yelling at me. I'm thinking we good. Like, ain't nothing going on. You know and y'all saying? don't understand. When women start getting silent, it's a wrap. When I stop talking or mm-hmm. wanting to talk... It's done. Like, that happened in my last relationship. Like, and then when I just was like, hey, I'm I'm moving out. It was like, you really going to leave? I've been seeing a lot of posts. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen a couple different posts where men is like, why do women move on so fast? Mm-hmm. And it's just be like, because we left the relationship emotionally so long ago mm-hmm. that now when we're at that point, it's just like, it's so easy. We're gone. Right. Yeah. It's been building up. Yeah. yeah. We mature at different levels, man. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. Definitely. Like, um 
it's some super wise, super got it together dudes in their twenties, but the majority of us ain't like that. Like you know what I mean? Like we start to get, we got to live a little because we think there's more to life. And then like we're on the subject of um black women, but like the flip side of that, of course, the black men. A lot of us didn't have. We're fathers who didn't have fathers. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, you know what I mean? And so. Nobody sat us down and gave us the game. Like, we was raised by hip-hop. So, you know, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Like, that, they, like, them dudes was raising us. And so, they're like, this is how you relate to a woman. And you're a man when you knock down as many of them as you can. And you get paper. Like, that's what being a man is about. Until we knock down a whole bunch of them and get paper. And we realize, like, nigga, this ain't. I'm unfulfilled still. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, then we start to question. And that's when we start doing our work. Um and I just think particularly for black women is like when you see that, when you find a man and you can tell he's not ready yet, even though you may like dude, you know what I'm saying? He may be saying what you want to hear. It's probably wise to just proceed with caution until he can get to a place or until another dude comes along that you feel like he's in a place where he can be, you know what I mean? Like this is safe here. Mm-hmm. This is going to be different because good men don't look like men that aren't good. They're still men. But they operate differently. And yeah. you'll know that. You know what I mean? You'll know like, oh, this, this is different here. I might see what this is about. With that, with that though, it's it's kind of hard to gauge it because I, I was just telling my friend this the other day. We was talking and I'm like, we I was saying to her, you know, some pe- like she's the kind of person where instead of feeling things and going through those emotions and allowing them to run their course she feels nothing so it's easy for her to just cut something off cold turkey and i'm like that within itself is a problem because you've become so like an empty shell that you don't feel anything and you have to understand because now she's in a new experience that she's really enjoying and she likes this young man and i'm like well you have to understand that this is going to be long term we talk about what could possibly be the next 50 60 years with this person how many mistakes you think are going to be made yeah so it's as a woman sometimes it's hard to gauge if whether or not you dealing with an ain't shit nigga or if this is somebody who's trying and he messes up along the way you know what i mean and a lot of the times we battle ourselves and our head like okay he keep doing this he keep doing that he keep doing this he keep doing that but then on the flip side of that he's good to me he listens to me you know what i mean when i need him he's there but it's these little small areas where it just it's kind of shaky so it's like sometimes for us it's really hard to tell if you're dealing with a good guy mm-hmm. or if it's not a good guy and and that's another thing that i think i mentioned on facebook like a lot of times you will hear a woman say well a real man yeah would do this this <laughs> and this and i i start to learn like I'm not a man. I ain't never been a man. Yes, I don't know what it's like to be a man. So how would I? And, I, and <laughs> truth be told, I haven't always been around the best men, whether it right. be a father or an uncle or whatever the case may be. Like looking over my life, I think I maybe seen one healthy marriage. And that was from a friend and, and their parents. It wasn't like mm. my, my grandfather was stepping out on my grandmother. They didn't even sleep in the same bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Same with my mom's parents. They were separated. You know what I mean? So it's like, how can you say what a real man is or is not? You know what I mean? Right, right. I feel like women, like, 
Tim said, like their expectations. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays with people around our age, they just looking for somebody that's going to take care of them. Exactly. Yeah. They're not really looking for stability and loyalty. They want the guy that got the most money that's taking them out of town, buying them bags, this and that. They're looking for material things. And I just, I think that's so stupid because then it's like months down the line, now you single, now you hurt, and now you hate all niggas because you dealt with somebody that you have no longevity with. Yeah. So, exactly. I don't know. Women just, I feel like, I was having this conversation with somebody and I was like, I feel like women have the power, which he, the guy I was talking to, he said he didn't agree. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying, like, I feel like they have the power because most women feel like because they cook, they clean, they have sex, they submit, that makes them the better woman. And I don't think that's true. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like if you demand respect, if you, like Tim said, if you work on yourself, if you got your stuff together, and I feel like we have the power. Shit, we do. Like It's real. <laughs> no, that's real. It was hard for me to explain it. It's hard for me to explain. Like I know what I want to say, but it's just like we can teach somebody how to treat us. That's real. But instead... We settle and we get broken down to the point where we don't have nothing left. Like, it's hard for us to trust. It's hard for us to love somebody. We feel less than because we allow people to break us down. When we have more control, we have more power to demand more. You know what I'm saying? No, I get you. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think women do have the power, but for like, you know, from a male's perspective, for like different reasons. I think personally, um, like we spoke on men what we need to take from a situation emotionally. Like, obviously, y'all are more emotional. Y'all know more about that. We have more to gain. So what women can get from us is logic. So I think y'all have the power because it's easier for y'all to meet in the middle. To me, it's easier for y'all to be logical in a situation than us to be emotional. Mm-hmm. So when y'all get with these men, it just seems like it doesn't set in. With a lot of women, it seems like it doesn't set in. And there's a lot of situations I see women in that you'll never see a man in hardly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just like, because we're logical about it, like, I'm that way even with males with my friends. Like, if they don't take care of their kids, I can't even be friends Right, with them. straight up. And there's women yeah. who date men who don't take care of their kids and have babies with men who don't take care of their kids. So it's just like, at a certain extent, I don't want to say it's hard to see someone's true colors because for us it's a little easier because we stick to our morals. You know what I'm saying? That's and, real. Yeah. And my whole thing is there are a lot of great people in this world. But just because someone's great doesn't mean he's great for you. Doesn't mean he's perfect for you. And just because it doesn't work out doesn't mean he's a bad guy. It just means he might not be that guy for you. So when you're gauging the situation, stick to your morals. You know what I mean? If you're really looking at how he lives and you're getting red flags, I mean, nine times out of ten, you're true about what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? So you can convince yourself all you want. Yeah. If he still lives with his mom, if he still selling drugs at 40, if <laughs> yeah. he don't take care of his, his kids, <laughs> right, how right. do you think he's going to treat you? And a lot of women think I'm different. I'm it's special. All I can, you know, I, oh, no, nah, I'm not them, though. He ain't going to treat me, mm-hmm. I guarantee. And mm-hmm. that's the old wife stuff, but that's real. Look at how a man talks to his mother. That's yep. exactly how he's going to treat yep. you. It might not be today, but when y'all get to that point and y'all comfortable and his mother's not in the picture and y'all have a family... <laughs> That's exactly how he's going to treat you because he doesn't see you anymore because he knows what kind of guy he is. So to me, if I know I'm not shit and I find a woman that accepts me, I already know you're not that smart. Yeah. You couldn't even see who I was. Yep. And you're accepting me and I'm not really doing anything. And this guy's out here 
doing a hundred things for their woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you seeing that and knowing, like, man, I wish I had that. And yeah. I wish my man just did that. But yet you're staying with him. And you know he don't do those things. So in his head, he's like, man, I got me. Yeah, like, yeah this is it. It's why would I leave? If you got somebody taking care of you, why would you leave that situation? You got somebody that does everything. And I hear about it all the time. And a lot of times, I'll meet men and I meet women. I explain my situation. And like, like my angles, it sounds like a woman. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, because yeah. I'm the emotional one. Like I speak, I want to talk. I love arguing. Yeah. I love conversations. <laughs> right. like, I want to get into that. And just like, like, yeah, why we, she be yeah. so mad at you? I'm like, yeah. well, that's me. Like saying yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. They're just like, oh yeah. So I'm like, it's that stigma that women think every man is like that, and he's not. It's just the manager dealing with. It. It's you know what I mean? that's that's man. That's 100. percent Like I'm going through that right now, and also like we talked about unrealistic expectations. Um. Man, this world is broken. You know what I mean? So even if you get it, that's why it's so important what Tim was saying about just doing your doing your own work, like taking that time to just be silent with yourself and just determining what you want, what type of person you want to be, uh, what type of person you want to be with and what that looks like. Um, and I feel like I'm qualified to speak on that because I'm like you in that aspect. Like I felt like I did everything I could, um, you know, to treat my ex or soon to be ex-wife. I'm actually in court this week. That's crazy. But I did everything that I could, you know, to, um, you know, just be that type of guy that most women would be like, this is what I want. And she herself. But I learned through that situation that not everybody wants what they say they want either. So your safest bet is just paying attention to actions like because um, you, you can see the type of dude that you want. Like um, just my personal thing, like I've been separated for like a year. And I've been celibate in that time, like because it's it allows I feel like it allows me to see clearer. Like I don't have to once you jump in and you cross certain lines with people, you can never uncross those particular right. lines. But why you haven't crossed those lines, it's like I'm eyes wide open. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just looking, seeing everything for what it is. And I don't have the emotional attachment because I haven't allowed my like I discipline myself to not be able to, you know what I'm saying? Throw unnecessary emotional attachments on myself. But when you run into a dude like that, if that's what you want, then and that's not what you have. Black women like let go of what you have to go get what you want. You're OK to doing that. It's going, you know, it might hurt a little bit. It might sting, but let it burn. But what you want is there and don't generalize every man. They're not all the same. Like that's what you true. want is there. That's very true. Yeah, it's it's like a poem I heard. It's basically saying that feelings are real until actions back them up. So facts. A lot of times, that's why I speak on these things. I have all female best friends. I've always had that. I just, I relate with women more because I'm more open. Like, even when I'm writing poetry, when I'm speaking, like, I, I'm, I'm super open with myself because I'm secure with who I am. So, I don't have an issue with talking about problems or you telling me I'm doing something wrong. Cool. I'm really going to listen. Like, I want to know so I can make myself better. So, you get in these situations with, I get women because I deal with that on a business level. Like, yeah. I can't yep. see people and not realize their true potential. And then once I see that, I want them to get that so bad. Like that, it, it becomes everything to our friendship for me trying to help you get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And women are like that in relationships. Y'all see a man's potential and he could understand like the streets and understand money. And you want him to have a business. Yep. You, it's not making sense to you why it doesn't click to him that he can do this legally. Yep. So you try to force and stay with him to get him to that point. But he's never showed you he wanted to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? So it becomes more or less, you're telling yourself, like, I can get him there. And he's telling you, like, I really don't want to go there. Yeah. But cool, if you're you you know if you going to take care of me, cool. So then it becomes your mission to do something and set out 
for him to be something he never told you he wanted to be in the first mm-hmm. place. So then, in, in essence, you are wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? But if you see that from the beginning and really, like he said, just watch his actions. Like, watch how he moves. Watch how he's with his friends. Like, listen to how he talks to you. And then you can kind of gauge, like, okay, I really do love this person, but, you know, it's never going to get anywhere. So yep. don't let me get my feelings too much in it just because the love's there, you know, and I might not have told him yet, but he has to show me these things before I even voice that to you. So you right, can feel that. Right. You know what I mean? You can't help when you love somebody. You can't help how you feel. Right. But you can help when you tell them and when you project that onto them. You know, because things change. When you tell somebody you love them, it's different. Y'all both look at each other different. You got higher expectations. Like, okay, I love you. Like, what's up? You going to go get a job this week? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I ain't going to be broke, bro. So, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, before you even open that door for him, like, really have a conversation with yourself. Like, analyze things. You know what I'm saying? That works for people. And like I said, to me, everything in this world goes hand in hand. Like, I don't treat my relationships like a business, but some techniques I use, I use in relationships. Yeah. Like, I make lists. I really think, like, I have this vision, like, I watched this show called How I Met Your Mother, and it's funny, but the dude, Ted, he has this vision with every girl he meets, and it's called basically, like, the porch vision. He thinks, like, 30 years later, how will we be sitting on the porch? Like, what would it be? Will we be arguing? Will we be talking? Will we have friends around? And he kind of gauges that, like, okay, I can see where I want to go with this person based on where we are now or how they treat me. And to me, I visualize everything like that. Like, how are we going to be in 10 years based mm-hmm. on what we're doing now and the conversations we have and how we talk to each other, how we accept each other. Do I know your family? Like, do your friends know me? Things like that. And a lot of people don't really pay attention, but that stuff's important. I think that's what's kind of the issue of black relationships. The most important things are things we talk about the least. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like that with our friends, too. Like, with guys. I don't talk to relationships about my guys because they make it uncomfortable. Like, they make it seem like I'm asking for their social security (laughs) or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... Some guys that are really deep, we have to dumb it down. And women see that. Like, oh, guys only talk about dumb stuff all yeah. day. And I'm just like, nah, like, I really want to talk about something, but they, don't, they won't understand. Yeah. So I'm just like, I have to talk about dumb stuff all day with them. So to me, we kind of got to gauge, like, every relationship I view equally. You know what I mean? You might not get the same time. You might not get the same attention. But what I want you to do this to me as a friend in a relationship, right. as a cousin, as a brother, as a sister, and all of y'all are in the same group. You know what I mean? So blood isn't even really a thing to me. I have friends I'm super close with. I consider them family because they fit into my morals. They do the things that I feel like people should be doing in my life. Actions. So they put themselves to that. I didn't decide this person's going to be super close with me. They just did the right things. And eventually, we just woke up one day. We talking every day now. Man, you know what I'm saying? It. We didn't discuss that. I didn't call you like, yo, hit me up every day. Like mm-hmm. It naturally happens. So we got to treat our relationships like that, too. We can't decide... Me and this person's destined to be together. And they're not showing you that. You know what I'm saying? Just wake up one day and feel that and embrace that and enjoy that versus us trying to force that. Yeah. I want black women to stop. Like, don't. I want stop selling yourself short. Like, don't succumb to fear. Like, don't feel like you got to give everything. I think it is cool. Like, you know that men want basically sex. Submit like a submissive woman, not a submissive woman like where we want to steamroll you. A good di- a good dude doesn't want to steamroll you, but submissive like from a standpoint of you're cool with allowing him to lead. You know, sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean, and I'm saying this as a black man, like some of the fellas probably be pissed at me for saying that, but not all of us deserve that. Like so, when you get when you get with us, give us some time. Like, don't let us pressure you into nothing. Like, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't deserve to lay with you yet until we like we haven't 
We need to earn that. Like there still needs to be certain things that's sacred. And I'm not saying not in a game way. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, I got to make them wait 90 days because that's the game I like to play and see. Not not on some game stuff, but just saying I'm not crossing certain lines until this dude proves himself worthy of me crossing certain lines. And And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, And if he tries to pressure you or if he tries to make you feel like you're wrong for having standards then that that that's one of the signs right there he just lets you know what type of dude you're dealing with right there Mm -hmm. because a dude that's valuing you like listen like they put stuff on the top shelf you're in retail right Mm -hmm. like there's a top shelf for a reason not everybody can get the stuff that's on the top shelf the cheap stuff they just throw it out there you know what i mean on the bottom like everybody can get to it and kind of just rummage through that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean but not everybody can go in Louis V. Like, you can't go in there and let, until you're ready to go in there. Mm-hmm. And I think black women specifically, like, see yourselves like that. You're Louis V. Like, not everybody can go in there. Like, can't afford that. You got to, <laughs> when you get yourself at Louis V level, and they don't go on sale either. Like, you know what I mean? too deep for me. <laughs> I'm about to go home and send a couple text messages. <laughs> like, look, I don't need you in my life. <laughs> No, I think this was a really important episode because y'all saying a lot that, I mean, I knew it was going to be a good show, but y'all saying a lot that I didn't even think of. Mm -hmm. And so I know our listeners are going to feel the same way. One thing I wanted to touch on is reality TV and how it, I think it messes up the black relationship. Mm -hmm. Mona Scott Young is the devil. For real. And I'm sorry, I watched Love and Hip Hop. It's my entertainment. (laughs) But that lady is the devil and i feel like a lot of women especially now i can't even say younger women younger black women i think it's just women mm-hmm. period like mm-hmm. they look at these people on tv and they think that that's how a relationship is supposed to be mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like oh he can cheat on me but he bring this portion it's cool or you know he can talk to me however he wants to talk to me but he's providing so whatever the case may be or we can have this open relationship and this, that, and the third. And I think it's destroying the black relationship. Like, and you see these posts where females talking about, well, if a man proposes and he ain't giving you a six-carat ring, oh, I just yeah. seen I that. I saw that, yeah. Like, they be talking about the size of the ring, what the ring look like. Like, <clears throat> it's, it's ridiculous. And you're right. It it shows you what you're dealing with. Like, it's a lot of bird brains, too, right? Like, a lot of people want a million dollar. What would you rather have, a million dollar ring or a million dollar man? Like, you feel me? Like, if you got a dude that's... I can buy you all the stuff, like you said. We trading, especially while we're talking to black women, it's like, yo, what? what is your soul? What's the price of your soul? Like, what are you worth, for real? Like, so a dude can treat you any kind of way and handle you any kind of way he wants to as long as he buys you an expensive handbag with somebody else's name on it. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's whatever that handbag costs, that's what you cost, right? Like, nah, like you're worth so much more than that. Like, you got to start gambling with higher stakes. Like, tell a dude, like, nah, like, I want you to, you got to offer your life because that's what I bring to the table. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. like that's that's the price. That's the price tag. Like, I need... I need that. If I'm going to give you my life, you can't give me a bag. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. I think, too, like, people got to make that connection. Um, 
some people touching it like some celebrities, they're starting to convince people to understand like the most powerful thing we have to give like isn't money, isn't resources, is our support. Yeah. So at the end of the day, when you start making that connection, things change. You know what I mean? But we need somebody that kind of bridges that gap because we deal with that every day. Like we see movies of people killing each other and it doesn't phase you because you feel like that's not your reality. It's not happening in your backyard when very well it is. I mean, it could be happening in the city over. Yeah. And then it's the same with the reality thing. Like she's talking about you. But she painted it up to make it look like a celebrity. So you think like all oh, these celebrities is messy, but and they're dealing with all this stuff. But they got these situations from regular people, and now they're just projecting them on a higher level. So yep. then you think like, oh well, let me watch it. Let me see what they're doing messy today. You turn the TV off, you doing the same you thing. The same so thing. it's just like yeah. watch where you give your support. You know what I mean? Because that's huge. Yeah, they're making fun of you, and then like we're keeping them rich and keeping these shows going by supporting them and by watching them. So. That comes to a security level. You know what I mean? Everything's not for everybody. Like, some yeah. people can watch that, and we realize, like, okay, you know, it, it's funny because we get it. Like, I can separate myself from that. Like, yeah. I, I see that happening, and cool, I can <clears throat> accept it now. Some people are like that. And some people really watch that and think they have to be like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because they're not secure with themselves. So, yep. it's like, that becomes dangerous where you put your support and with these shows you're watching if you're yeah. not secure with yourself. <laughs> we can watch cartoons and make believe in movies all day and not think it's real and yeah. then phases and then turn off and go to sleep. You know what I mean? People dying and everything is we know like oh, I'm cool. I ain't out here robbing and stealing and doing right. that to people, so I'm cool. I should be good. You know what I mean? But when it comes to relationships, like that's that's tricky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be yeah. secure before you really opening up to that stuff and watching that stuff daily and then you know, it wouldn't phase you as much, but it definitely needs to change. I, I mean, but obviously, you know, successful relationships and TV shows ain't going to sell for real. So Yeah, it's, you got to think of it like your diet. Like what you put in you is ultimately going to come out of you. You feel me? Like, like so if you, you want a successful relationship, like watch something with some successful relationships. Mm -hmm. Like you said, that black love, I, th I think I saw a few episodes and it was tight. Like, you, and they still going, but you're watching that, you're taking that in. So you putting that in you is going to come out of you like eventually. But if all we putting in is like love and hip hop and like we all have guilty pleasure, I ain't saying right. like, you know what I mean? Like you got to be super stickler, but I'm just saying like we do have to be careful. Like you were saying, like you got to consider that like your diet. Like what am I? What's my steady intake? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. Because yeah, people, I mean, I do think love and hip hop's like destroying people. For real. You know what I mean? Because just think of how your perception is when they slap that word reality on it. Like. And that kind of caught us by storm in the movies at first because I don't know if everybody remember when Paranormal Activity came out. Yeah. That movie was only so big because everybody thought that was real. Yep. Yeah. And then once the DVD came out and had like 10 endings, people were like, okay, like this is fake. Yeah. And then kind of the buzz <laughs> died down a little bit. Yep. So with reality TV, we got to realize that too. And it's like, just because I can see Jersey Shore and know this is scripted and this is staged doesn't mean the next person, they might think this is real. Like, they might think this is really how these yep. people live. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's where reality TV is, like, dangerous now because people think that's real, but it's scripted. Like, I've been in Atlanta. I've seen, like, the stages for Love and Hip Hop. Like, I mean, they have takes. Like, yeah. It's like a TV show that yep. they're really shoot. It's like production. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like me. I, you know, I can separate that. I get that. So I watch it when I want to laugh, but I'm not. Watching her social media and like, man, what's Stevie J doing today? Like, in on yeah. <laughs> like really upset too. Like, like Jocelyn, wow, she wow. Like, yeah, you realize this ain't real. I mean, they was just in the diner together, all yeah. laughing and kicking it. Yeah. Like, bro, this is this is just TV. 
but I think that I think that just as much as women see it and they think that that's they see these women and that's who they should be. I think that men sometimes look at that and think yeah, that those sure. are the women, the women that they want, mm-hmm. or they think it's okay to be like the guys that are on that show. Like we know somebody <laughs> who's who oh, has man. the J at the end of their name, man. model after Stevie J. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, wow. not okay. Like, so yeah. I, I don't, I just, I like I said, I think it, it destroys the black relationship and people are so supportive of it. Like I said, it's funny. You know, it's my weekly little laugh, but I, I tell my friends all the time, like, this this is not real. Like, especially when they had that whole thing with Rashida and the baby. and yeah. Kirk. I'm like, y'all, this they're not. This isn't real. Like, this this is not real. This is some put-together stuff. Right. Like, this is not Ratings. This is not real. Like, yeah. But it forms people's mental as far as how mm-hmm. they see relationships and how they think a relationship is supposed to go. And it's, it's sad. It's, it's truly, truly sad. Um, I don't know. What's, what's something else? That you guys want to leave black women with? Y'all said a lot. I wanted to speak on because oh, I know he brought I'm up sorry. control. Okay. Um, and I actually got this from a married man where he said, "Women say they want a man to be a man, but they always want to control how a man thinks, acts, or what he says." Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that's real, man. Listen, that's I can just be honest and use my own life. You know what I mean? As an example, that's that's real. Like we're not the same. Like it, I feel like love, true love, is spelled R I S K, right? It's, it's a risk, mm-hmm. and I don't think a lot of people are open to taking that risk. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want, I want a man, but I want a man that I've created in my own image. I want the man to talk like I think a man should talk. I want a man to act like I think he should act. I want him to feel how I think he should feel. I want him to respond how I think he should respond. Well, that's not a man. That's the perfect woman. Like, because it right. came from you, right? <laughs> like, that's, exactly. you created that. But if you want a man, like, you have to accept a man for what he is. Like, we, and we're not, we're not going, I don't think anybody's built to be controlled. Women aren't either. But specifically, men, there's something deep within our soul, like, is right. going to rebel against any sort of manner of control. Like, we'll put up with it if we dig you for a little while. Mm-hmm. Because, it's normally with stuff we don't care about, though, right? Like, she want me to do this. She want me to act like this. She want me to dress like this. Cool. If I don't care about it, cool. It makes you happy. So, it costs me nothing. I'll do it. But that all, it never stops with the stuff we don't care about. It always bleeds over in the stuff we're adamant against. Mm-hmm. And we're like, nah. Like, <laughs> we just, that's when we start wilding out and withdrawing. Like, we will not be controlled. Like, a real dude... That's his. That's the pet. That's the deal breaker right there. Like he ain't about to be controlled. Like for real. I think the thing like women feel like they can make a man change and be mm-hmm. who they want them to be. When mm-hmm. in reality, y'all supposed to learn each other. Yep. Learn what I like, what I don't like. I learn what you like and what you don't like, and we just combine and compromise. Yep. And you get that up front. Like he'll again. Like you'll learn every, the first couple of dates, first month or so. He's going to tell you everything you need to know. Like, mm-hmm. just pay attention to what he's doing. It ain't about what he say, because a lot of dudes, like, we got mouthpieces. You know what I mean? We can speak. We can speak yeah. really well, but just watch what we do. And he'll tell you if he's the type of dude that will be like that. Or if he's the type of dude that he's just, you know, he playing you, and he's just going to tell you what you need to hear, like, run right up front. No, that's true. And with that control, I think it's like, 
it's a lot of words that I think women kind of need to reevaluate versus like what they think means and how they apply it. For example, like loyalty, like somebody being loyal isn't them doing what you tell them to do. Right. You know I mean, it's them doing what they told you <laughs> right. they was going to do. It's them sticking by your side. It's them being having your back. So it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, it sounds crazy, but I think a lot of women be thinking that. Like, yeah. you're loyal because you're listening to me. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. you get what you ask for. Because a lot of women get those guys, and then they're weak, and then they're soft, and then they walk all over. Yep. And now you don't want him no more. But yeah. it's like, you train him to be this dude. So, <laughs> right. you know, live with him now. I feel like women, too, like, they're so stuck on just what a man could do for them and we mm-hmm. don't ever like take the step back and think i think you said this on our last one like what we can do like what we bring to the table so it's just like um just knowing the little things i think you said this in the beginning to him like knowing the little things mm-hmm. knowing what he likes supporting his dreams supporting what he likes to do um and just i've been seeing this other post where it's just like we're, we don't have to go through this and that to get a ring but it's just like giving up easily what is that gonna do right yeah. right it's like you gonna go through hard times you gonna go through struggles every argument don't mean that's the end of everything like right, exactly. you just gotta find somebody that's worth it and just build and grow and you'll get where you need to be i said we got this we got this it's the same as the get rich quick mentality right like we think everything nothing of value comes quick mm-hmm. now you don't have to put yourself through unnecessary struggle either that's crazy like yeah. you know like if you got a dude that's just taking you through everything you don't got to deal with that mm-hmm. but you're going to deal with something in any relationship you could have i mean i don't know if you know everybody believes it but like jesus like his historical representation is that he was the perfect human they killed him though <laughs> like you know what i mean so you, you're gonna go through something but nothing's gonna be perfect Nothing's gonna be perfect. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, as far as the control <coughs> thing for me, I think like you touched on it earlier. A lot of women just don't know what they want. I think you said that too, and that plays a big factor because you'll always meet someone who has something that they're passionate about that they value, whether they speak on it or not. But I think I won't say a lot of people's values lie in the wrong place. I'll say a lot of people don't accept their values. Because if you see how people treat love and money differently, like, it's sick. Like, you would think money's more important than love. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because people yeah. take care of their money. They don't want to invest. They don't want to risk. They yeah. don't want to lose it. Like, <laughs> right. you spend too much. It's the end of your day. You know what I mean? But you're just throwing your heart around and, you know, you're treating your loved Man, one any which way. So it's just like, which is, I mean, which is more important? Which one are you really protecting yeah. here? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to kind of know what. What is your passion about? Like, what's your values are? If it's money, cool. Like, keep protecting your money. But if it's love, like, that's how you should be protecting that. Like, and always reevaluate yourself. Like, am I doing something wrong? Am I being the best partner I can be? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he has flaws. Yeah, he has faults. And I can yell at him all day, but am I doing what I need to do? You know what I mean? Because a lot of us get into that mode where that's easy, whether it's in relationships or it's work. I ain't finished my work, and I'm telling my partner, like, yo, right. like, pick it up. You know what I'm saying? What <laughs> right, you doing right, over there? Right. So it's like, that's in our relationships, too. Like, love me harder, but how much am I really loving you? Like, support me, but how much am I really supporting you? Be there all the time. You know what I mean? But when you need me, how much am I there? Yep. So it's like, we got to start looking at those things, too, and then it's effortless. Like, if both people are doing their part, you know what I mean? We're going to come together. So... The control thing just doesn't work. Like, I've ended majority of my relationships because of control. You know what I mean? And it's harder on our level because we have kids together. So I know yep. how much people really care about their kids. 
and they think their way of parenting is the only way to parent. You know, I don't agree with any parent. Like, sometimes I don't like taking my kids to my mom's house because she's trying to tell me how to raise my kids, and it instantly annoys me because I'm just like, I'm not you. Like, we came up completely different. I'm not going to raise them how you raised us. And so even when my mom be yelling at my daughters, I just be like, yo, like, chill. <laughs> like, they respond differently than I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that might not be how I'm parenting them. You can't gauge that. So a lot of women kind of try to get me to parent how they were parenting and try to control the situation. And you need to care about this. You need to love this. I mean, we parent different, but if we both find common ground and we both care about this kid, we're going to be the best parents ever. You know what I mean? In our own way. But if we come together, now they got two. You know what I mean? If we're fighting, they don't have anything. Right. You feel me? So control should be out the window. It it shouldn't even be a factor in relationships as big as it is. Yeah. And it ruins a lot of relationships. It does. It does. There was one thing I meant to ask, and uh, I forgot who you were talking about kids, and it reminded me. So why do you think that, and you guys are both good parents, as it seems. So why do you think that for a man, say, for example, you have a man who didn't have his father around, how mm-hmm. it's so easy to walk out on your kids? Like, you would think not having that example, mm-hmm. you would mm-hmm. want to be that example for your kids. Um, I think it's character. Uh, you have to look at who a man is on the inside. So just the way you wake up in the morning and you're trying to figure out what shirt to wear. Like we deal with that too in every scenario. We got to make a decision. So with me, like that's how I came up. I didn't feel like I really had like the, a following mentor presence to where that I wanted. Not saying it wasn't one there because it was like my mom and dad are still together. But it wasn't what I felt I needed. So I made that decision that I'm never going to make my son feel like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's a decision I had to make, and it's, it's easy to go the other way. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's something women have to understand, too. We don't we don't always start off as good dads. When my son was first born, I wasn't really around. I was still partying and kicking it. I was still in college. So it took me time to develop that. You know what I mean? But you can't have animosity towards that because you started loving your kid when you did. That doesn't mean that's when I started loving him and I accepted what's happening. We, we work differently. You know, and some guys never come around because... For their own personal reasons. You know what I mean? We'll never know. But yeah. some guys are just never going to come. It doesn't matter how much you yell at him, how much you post him online and bash him. He's never going to come around. And a lot of women either get that earlier or they get that late. And then they become a better mother because they understand, okay, I just have to do more. <laughs> like I got to do whatever it takes. I can't worry about it when he's not here, if he's not picking them up. Let me make other arrangements. And then the dad becomes plan B versus and the sitter's plan A. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, it, I mean, it's just it's literally how they live their lives. Like, some people are some people are afraid. They hate responsibility. I yep. mean, it, it boils down to the same relationships. Like being a parent's hard work. Yep. You know what I mean? I snapped into it. Like I didn't get the right. practice. Like I didn't get the guy. I just woke up one day. Like I can't live like this and be a good dad. So mm-hmm. I gotta cut out all this club, all this extra stuff, being out all night. Yep. I gotta cut out this excessive spending and unnecessary things. Because some people aren't ready to give that up. It's not that they don't love their kid. It's just their kid gets in the way of their lifestyle. So their lifestyle, in essence, is just more important than their child is. It doesn't mean they love, you know, they don't love one or they love one. It's just priorities. You know what I mean? Because we had it all that we face priorities. Like, a bill comes up, some shoes come out. Like, you know what I mean? You got a decision to make. Yep. And you can love both and want both your lights on and the shoes, but it's one's going to get that money. So it boils down to that with them. And then they get so comfortable with that lifestyle, that just becomes reality. So they don't even realize they're doing it no more. They're putting everything before their kid at that point. So yeah. I, I, it's it's a slippery slope, man. It's it's a really tough situation because, like, I, I used to, it, 
I spent years trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Until you get to a certain age, you realize some things aren't meant for us to understand. And you're only going to confuse yourself and, like, hurt your head trying to wrap your mind around it. Like, some stuff is just, we'll never know. It's just, some people do it, some people don't. So, I agree with that. I know from my own experience, like, with my oldest son, when he was born to maybe around three, like, his dad was, like, in and out. And it used to piss me off because I was still young. I was just had turned 21. So I don't know nothing about being a mom. I knew nothing about being responsible. I'm still kicking it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't have to have a job because my parents still doing stuff for me type of stuff. So it's just like I had to, I had no choice but to adjust to it. Exactly. And it took for me to get with somebody else for him to see like this man is doing everything for my son that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then he, he started getting better. Mm, I don't understand it. Like, like you said, I guess it's just one of those things that you don't, you do. It's not meant for you to understand because I have a friend. She has a little boy, and and his father's not in the picture. He's never been in the picture. And to me, it's like, how do you walk around knowing you have a life out here? Like anything could be wrong with the baby. It, it could be anything, and you just you just don't care. Like he could have died, and you wouldn't know. Like. You you wouldn't know, and it's just it's just weird to me how, and and it's not to say that some moms aren't terrible moms because it can be a woman too, but it, right. that's just weird to me how it can be so easy for a man to walk out on a life that he know he was a part of creating, mm-hmm. and, and even if you're not sure, if you don't think it's your kid, why not make? Why sure? don't you want to know? Yeah, right? like yeah. find out. Yeah, but yeah. I also still. Um, agree with what Tim said earlier about knowing who you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, that's it. When I look back, I didn't pay attention, but the guy that I was having a baby with already had a kid that was like five years old that he ain't see, take care of. And it's like, if I would have paid attention to the signs, yeah. I would have known, like, I don't need to have a kid with this dude. Like, yeah. So yeah. I feel like women have to take accountability for situations that they put themselves in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's character. Like Tim said, character and priorities. It's like, and it's not even there for us to really judge. It's just there for us to observe and say, okay, now I know what I want and what I don't want. Like there, I think everything is just a lesson really. Yeah. That's yeah. Truth, yeah. Gonna yeah. 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 I can, definitely think that women need to take more accountability for, the way their life is going in mm-hmm. regards to relationships or children or whatever the case may be. Like, I know we had that conversation. We'll be like, oh, well, you know who you laid down with and da 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 And it's true to an extent, but it's not because you shouldn't have to do it by yourself. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of the times a woman will play the victim. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. Like, and I and I say this all the time, like, you, you get what you deserve. So if you allow yourself to continuously go through these things and you never look at yourself and say, okay, this is my life right now. What do I need to do to get out of it? But instead you want to point the finger, well, he did this mm-hmm. and she did this and my mom did this and this person mm-hmm. did this. I think we had talked about that in a different show. It's like, you can't hold on to that. Like, and, and it's what I said the last time, I'm so dead set on fixing my issues that it's like, okay, I can't worry about my dad, you know, saying one thing and doing another or this guy cheated on me or my friends ain't always around. Like, I got to focus on Brandy. Mm-hmm. And I think women don't always do that. We just want to blame, 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 yep. blame. And that's not okay. I agree. I found myself doing that too because 
and it, it it's because I never let go of hurt. Like, mm-hmm. like we talked about on daddy issues. I had issues for my dad. I never let go of that hurt. I'm still de- dealing with that. I get in my first relationship, I get hurt. Get with somebody else, I get hurt. And I'm holding on to all of that. So where it's like now I'm, I'm looking for somebody and I'm like, I need you to be better than the last instead of just taking time and dealing with the issues I have. Or like you said, looking at myself, what am I doing wrong? What can I do better? How can I change it? And that becomes an issue. I think that's where it starts, just Mm -hmm. by how you were raised and the different type of people you're dealing with and not dealing with yourself and your hurt and letting that go before moving forward in life. Yeah. Accountability and personal responsibility help us. Like, I feel like those things put us in a different position to just make another choice. So where we don't even have to factor in what we've dealt with before, Mm -hmm. because it's like because I've taken the time to do my own work, like internally. Next time I choose a partner and next time I move into a relationship or some area like that, I'm not even I don't think the same because I'm not the same. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to make the same type of choices I made before. And that automatically eliminates that problem altogether. Yeah, I agree. I think, too, um, a lot of times we just look at the physical when it comes to parenting. I don't think a lot of times we look at the psychological. So we consider a bad parent to be a parent who's not around. But when we're carrying that hurt and when that guilt and we're passing that to our kids and we're teaching them how to deal with that in a wrong way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That could be, that's a form of parenting. That's still, even though you're around every day, you dealing with this person or you reacting to this person or you giving this person energy, your kids feeding off that. And they're yeah. starting to think that's okay. And then it just creates a cycle. So I think at the end of the day, like if you're worrying what you, you have to worry about what you got going on, like worry about what's really best for the kid, you yep. know what I mean? You cussing him out might not be what's best for them. Right. That might make you think it's going to make you feel better, but, you know, your kids in the other room, they could be up sitting in their bed. You don't know. Yep. You know what I mean? You never know. Mm-hmm. So if you always keep your mind on that, like, okay, is what I'm doing impacting them in a positive or negative way? You know what I mean? That already answers the question of what type of parent you are based on the decision you make. You don't have to guess. And I think guys don't realize that. You know what I mean? A lot of guys... Again, like, they're conditioned to do that. And that's something that I think, like, in our community, we don't talk about enough is conditioning. Yep. We only speak of that in the positive way, you know what I mean? Because you don't work out and eat healthy for a week and then get the results. Like, how the right. hell did I get this? Like, where this come <laughs> right. from? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know where it came from. So we are the way we are, but people don't look like, man, he might have been conditioned that way. He was in that situation that your son's in right now when yep. he was a kid. Yep. And I'm not justifying it, and I'm not saying it's right, but... Maybe you can't save him, but you can save your kid. And now we're cutting that cycle off with him. So, yeah, he is a bad dad. So how do I make it to where my son's not like him? You know what I mean? And that's not a negative way of thinking. That's a proactive way of thinking because then your son's not even in a situation to think how his son should think because he's already doing the right thing and he's passing off the right thing. So we start that positive energy in the middle instead of saying, how do I go back and fix him? No. We're at this point right now. How do we make this the best possible situation with what, we, what we're dealing with here? Instead of trying to get him on board to where you want or try to fix him or him trying to fix her, it's like, okay, cool. So how do I give my kid the most resources I can right now with what I have? You know what I mean? And sometimes that is bringing another person into it. Like a lot of people make jokes, but I mean, being a stepdad is huge. Like, because yeah, to me, that's yeah. everything. I don't, like my whole Focus of parenting has nothing to do with my kids. It's a child that's in need or somebody that's near. So I do coaching. I do mentorship because that could be me being a dad to somebody's kid. Just me coaching and me showing up for them every Sunday. And they see that Mm -hmm. like that's what I passed on. So 
to me, stepdads are huge or people that come into relationships are huge because, you know, that's that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. So people think like, man, they're timid or they're a certain way. Like, yeah, they, they have a lot of responsibility. This kid was failed and now you have to show them how to do things the right way. When they're still wanting to do things the wrong way, they still want to see that dad who's yeah. never around. You know what I mean? Yep. And you can't take that from them. All you can do is like, look, I'm here. You know what I mean? Yep. If you ever need me, he don't show up. You want to talk about it here. But don't try to replace that, man. Don't try to cut him out the picture. Don't talk down on him. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because that doesn't help them at all because they can't decipher that. Yeah. yeah. They start to think that's normal. Like, that's how mommy talks to daddy. Like, yeah. I'm going to talk to my teachers like that. You know what I'm saying? So then y'all get mad when they acting out. But it's like, you taught them that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You showed them that. Too. Really? And sometimes it's a blessing. Like, you can look at it that way, too. I mean, it doesn't feel like a blessing when you're missing that father figure. But sometimes it's a blessing and God knows what he's doing. Like, he may have trusted that man to get you into the earth, but he didn't trust that man to raise you. Because people can teach what they know, but you only reproduce what you are. Right. And so you came out how you are, like, you know what I mean? And you you blessed and, like, <coughs> and the children that a lot of the women are raising, like, they're coming up, they're doing well, you know, they're looking good, eating good. Um, they're being, you know what I'm saying, properly educated and different things like that. Like it turn it could turn into a blessing, like from that standpoint. You could look at it like that. That's true. Okay, well, I'll just end off by just asking y'all like where to give y'all's final thoughts to the black women. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what I want to say is like, first of all, again, I'm I'm gonna reiterate, black women, you're dope. Like you're dope. Um you make the world go round. You know what I'm saying? I think I read something recently where it says 63% of new businesses started in the U.S. are started by black women. Like you have the most college graduates um, are black women at this point in time. Um, I've also seen, you know, through social media and a lot of stuff, um, a lot of black women kind of giving up on black men. I want to say as dope as you are and out of all the things that you're accomplishing and you know what I mean? As sweet as you are, what you're building, don't forget the black man in that. Like, you know what I mean? Not every black man is a lost cause. Like, just have some discipline. Um, look for one that's worth investing in. Look for one and see what he could be if he had a queen like you in his life. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Should last. What's up, buddy? Um, I think I'm going to leave off by saying um, women have to realize, mostly more than anything, that life isn't about things coming to you when you're ready for it. It's about you being ready when that thing comes into your life. So mostly more than anything, like if this is really something you want, put it into perspective. You know what I mean? Dealing with a black man is gonna be the hardest thing that you ever had to do in your life. You're gonna have to put more work in than you ever thought you was gonna put in. And I know you've been conditioned to do that with your home. Take care of your home, take care of your kids, take care of your car, take care of your job. And a lot of times we aren't instilled and we're taught that, you know, love is easy, but it's hard. Like you're learning a whole new person you know, why you're still learning yourself. So to me, it's just keep everything in your life in perspective. If it's something you really want and it's worth investing in, just because he isn't with you right now doesn't mean y'all won't end up together. So don't rush it. You know what I mean? Take your time. Really realize what you want in life. And then once that comes, be ready for it and accept it. You know what I mean? And love it. So. That was good. Brandy, you have anything to say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, ladies. Just you know keep being great like he said we're dope and don't don't forget your dopeness you know what i mean don't let anybody make you feel like you're less than because the man is the provider but we are what keeps things going period 
You know what I mean? Without us, there can be no them. And without them, there can be no us. So it has to be a partnership. So like you said, it's about learning one another, coming together, finding a a common ground and compromising. So just continue to be great. Don't give up on black men. Okay. (laughs) I agree with that. Like my last thing really to say is like, I have two boys that I'm raising. So I have to raise them to be the best man they could be. So that just starts by me bettering myself, watching who I bring around them and trying to learn a black man's perspective and things that they have to go through. So that's all I have to say. I hope y'all can understand what I'm saying. (laughs) Thank y'all for coming. Um, Thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, who continues to listen and support us. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you.